0: as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destined for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and today I want to talk about the question of who wants to be right? Well, the answer to that, you know, spoiler alert, right from the get-go, everyone wants to be right. Everyone wants to be right all of the time. So long ago and far away, I was speaking with a counselor, and it was a very heated debate, very heated discussion. For those of you who don't know, I am married now. have been married for almost 30 years. But I was married in my early 20s, well, okay, my mid-20s, for 12 months and 11 days. And let me just tell you, it was the longest 12 months and 11 days of my life. And at one point, we were grasping at straws trying to make a marriage work that should have never happened in the first place. My biggest mistake was getting married, not getting divorced. Uh, For those of you who are very anti-divorce, I totally appreciate you and see you, but sometimes the mistake is the getting married, not the getting divorced. And we were seeing this counselor and again, grasping at straws, trying to, you know, make things work, stick it out. And I don't recall the actual conversation, what we were talking about, but her words hit me like a ton of bricks and she said, everybody wants to be right. What? Everyone, you know what? Everyone does want to be right. Like you're having a conversation with someone and they're trying to beat you over the head with a baseball bat, cause they want you to agree with them, see their point of view if we can take one quick second to take a deep breath and consider the fact that they want to be right of course we want to be right but sometimes you have to be the bigger person everyone wants to be right everyone wants to be the best at what they do everyone wants to be the best I wanted to be the best and I'm pretty fortunate. I was pretty good at a lot of things. Not everything, but a lot of things. The things that mattered to me, I was pretty good at. And I worked with a woman who had already been there, oh my gosh, at least 25 years when I got there. And I was trying to figure something out and I always had to go to her for help and she was always so kind and would always help me. And I was talking to my dad and I said, I just want to be as smart as she is. Like, I don't know when it's going to happen, but at some point I just want to be as smart as she is. Like, I want to know as much as she knows and where we worked, we had, I kid you not, at least 30 handbooks and each handbook was a minimum of two inches thick. Some of them more like four or five inches thick and we had emails and we had memos. We had all kinds of guidance we had to follow at all times, and she kind of knew it all. Anything you would come up with work-wise, she could tell you where it was, what it was. If she didn't know off the top of her head, bam, matter of seconds, she could lay her hands on it. She could get you the right information, what you needed to know. And I was coveting that like flat out. I was coveting that I wanted to be that smart. I wanted to be that good. I wanted to know all the things and I'm telling my dad this, I'm lamenting how I'm not as smart as she is. And I said, dad, how long is it going to take? Like, when am I going to be as smart as she is and know all the things she knows? And he said, Jennifer. When she started in this department, we had like one program. She learned it inside now. Then a new program came along and another and another. And before you know it, we had all these programs. You came in, oh, I don't know, a good 20 some odd years into it. And you had to learn all the programs. You had to learn them all. So if you stay long enough, if you study hard enough, You can know all the things that she knows. Well, let me just tell you, I felt so much better. Like, it was okay that I wasn't as smart as she was. It was okay that I wasn't as as right all the time. And let's be clear. I do think she was smarter than me. But she wasn't like that much smarter than me. She just had that much more exposure, that many more years to know it. So when you're coming up against somebody and you're trying to be right and they're trying to be right, where's that going to get you? Where's it going to get you? When I came to terms with the fact that I was never going to know as much as she did simply because there weren't going to be enough years, I couldn't go back in time, everything was easier for me all my interactions with her and other people, because I was okay with the fact that I didn't know everything. I didn't know everything, and I didn't need to know everything, because there were people I could go to to get help. I wanted to be right, I wanted to know the information, but I learned it was more important to do what I did really well. And what I did well was get everybody on board to do the things. And what she did really well was know all the facts and background. It made really, you know, a synergetic, perfect team for a lot of years. I was the supervisor. She was the senior specialist. We got the work done. We made it happen. Sometimes we want to be right at all costs. Have you ever wanted to be right so bad that you, like, would sacrifice everything to win that argument? Have that hard conversation and it was going to be your way or the highway? Yeah. Like, at what cost? At what cost? I was at a friend's house a couple of weeks ago and his wife and my friend got into this really deep conversation and he knew that parts of it weren't exactly how the story went and I knew parts of it weren't exactly how the story went and I looked at him and I said is there any point in us interrupting them to be right and he said no yeah no I don't I don't think so we'll just we'll just (laughs) we'll just let this happen it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth it i i facilitate this class for the state on negotiation and i love the class love doing it love talking about negotiation not that i'm really that great at it but i love to talk about it so you know i can spur on the conversation but the one thing that i learned that is so important and it like transcends multiple trainings across the you know stratosphere and that is you have to decide what is going to cost a relationship. What is it going to cost a relationship? If I insist on being right. And <coughs> part of me my being right is going to squash you or in some way be detrimental to our relationship was it worth it? Was it worth it? In a negotiation, that's kind of true, too. How far do you want to go to negotiate? What is the negotiation going to look like in the end? If you go to buy a car and you don't know anybody at the car dealership, you may never have a relationship with them again. Man, this cough is just hanging on. You may never have a relationship with them again, and that is okay. That's okay. You might act differently if you're never going to have a relationship with them again, versus you walk into a car dealership and, and you know, somebody that works there and you're working with a friend of yours or somebody that you're at least acquaintances with. You run in the same circle. So when it comes to being right, what is the cost? What is the cost? You might win the battle, but you lost the war. You might have won the battle, but you have lost the war. How much damage are you doing? Let's talk about it at work. You're having a conversation with somebody. You get into a heated debate about this or that. Which one's right? This or that. If it's not life or death, if it's not going to be the end of the project, what harm is there to let them be right and walk away a lot of times they're going to come back later and say you know what i was not correct on that or you can wait to the next day get better information so they can see your side and represent it get them to change their mind i had a boss one time and like it was a daily occurrence he would make a decision i would not agree with it the next day i would come in present more information and he would almost almost always back down <clears throat> what is the cost to your relationship to be right a lot of times in relationships like in your with your um significant other you know we can get so caught up on being right and in the grand scheme of things it doesn't even matter it doesn't even matter so who wants to be right? Everyone wants to be right. That was like the first biggest lesson I learned in my twenties. Everyone wants to be right. I can't necessarily be my best at absolutely everything, but I can find the people that are, and they can give me the information so that I have a better shot at being right. Cause I don't have to know it all. And that cost of being right can destroy friendships. How important is it? And what price am I willing to pay? Who wants to be right? Everyone. I'm Jennifer Takagi with Destined for Success, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. There are links in the show notes so you can schedule a time and we can have a discovery call. See if there's any way that I can help you on your path, because you are destined for success thank you for taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of destined for success please take a moment to leave a review share it with a friend and subscribe and get the newest episodes every monday morning i'm jennifer takagi and i look forward to connecting with you soon